Lamella. Lovely cushion header. Pajero! Okay, so first episode of the uh, Coaches Don't Play podcast with the uh, current uh, middleweight English champion, Lightning Linus Yudofia. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. I'm all good. I'm all good. How are you? I'm great, mate. Um, in today's podcast, we're just going uh, to talk about sort of um, your boxing career, your early life, and of course, Luton Town, because... Um, as I've mentioned before, I, um, I'm a season ticket holder at Luton. Um, awesome. have been... Can you still get any? Can you still get season tickets now? I don't. I don't know about that. Um, I my uh, pre my one I've had. I think last season. I think I um. In, I think you could either refund it or there was some because my dad does it and um, something to do with like. I, I think you have to like you can leave it just to help out the club or something. Yeah, that's what I've done. But yeah. I think since. After I don't know if you remember this, but um, you know when we lost a black ball in the um, this going back now in League Two a few seasons back, the season after that is when I got my first ticket. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, we're starting off with Luton. Do you, uh, what is your earliest earliest memories of like Luton Town Football Club? Uh, one of the earliest was right before the Johnson's paint trophy. Like, I remember when I first went to a Luton Town game, I think it was very, very vaguely me and my friend, we was like little kids. And um, and he was doing this thing where he always wanted to, um, he wanted to go to like every stadium from League oh, One yeah. to Premier League. He was doing like a stadium tour. And um, he was, so I went with his dad, like him and his dad, when they were doing Luton, I was like, yeah, I'd love to go. And then I kind of just started from there. And then obviously, yeah, my, my family, my whole family at the time, they all supported Arsenal. So Ooh. no one was going to take me. And my dad was like, nah, I'm not letting you. You can't, you're not, you go in on your own, you're a little kid. Yeah. So um, I, didn't, I didn't get to see him until I was about maybe in my first year of college when I started, okay. you know, making my own money. And then yeah, I, I, down, I was pretty sure that's when, because I was playing football. I, I was at the, um, I, I got to watch the John Soto's paint trophy. Uh, with my football team they took us down to watch them yeah and, uh, that was pretty cool and um yeah so i started to go on my own when i got to my first year of college i started making money for myself buying tickets and uh, i just go down there just get a train and go down there and watch them uh, yeah that was it that's all i can remember really like it never really you know things haven't really changed too much yeah when i um uh, the leagues isn't it yeah when i when i first heard about you is i was in the stands i think I can't remember what what game or when it was, but you you came out. I think it was at half time. Yeah, and uh, that's when I first sort of I like, heard about you because um, I, th- I think boxing um, for a lot of people like me is um, is like, I enjoy the sport. I enjoy watching it, like watching the big fights. But yeah. um, like some of my mates are like into um, like small. I wouldn't say smaller, but like because if you, you ask anyone, they know who AJ is. Yeah, of course, of course. But, um, big time. It's big time, isn't it? Yeah. Remember the four hall, which is just, you know, people that aren't on TV and then there's actually like TV fighters and big fighters yeah. and then there's pay-per-view fighters. You know, you've got AJs, Dillian Whites. Yeah. Uh, you've got the Eubanks, Billy Joes. You know what I mean? The, the big yeah. names are going to know, the Kel Brooks and that, you know, people are like Mia Khan's and that, you know, people are going to know them. Yeah, I know, I know. I get, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. Do you, um, do you like strive to be in that list? Oh, of course, I you know with any with anything like anyone does, you know they always want to be the best at it. And you know when I started doing this, and I decided that this is going to be what I what my future was and what was going to be my career, I, I you know I, it was always a given that I'd want to be the best in this. I want to be remembered in this sport for being you know one of the best people that ever did it. So you know it's just it's one of those. It's just one of yeah. those. All the accolades and be one of the best. Do you have um? When it comes to that list, do you have a uh, idol you used to look up to, or uh, an idol now? 
yeah, I, you know, I look up to, um, I look up to, obviously my parents. You know, they're very hardworking people. Yeah. Uh, but that's just in general. I look up to them very a lot, quite a lot. And uh, boxing wise, I look up to Roy Jones Jr. He was the first person I watched when I first ever like started boxing. And it was just like I'm pretty sure I I was like looking up like when I started boxing I was I used to watch like videos of you know I yeah. just I didn't I didn't know what to you know what I was looking for on YouTube and things just like that anything yeah and I, I I stumbled across like an hour and a half long video of his <laughs> like, highlights yeah and I'm telling you I was mesmerized it was <laughs> incredible watching him I was thinking how do you do that how did he do that because you know when you actually watch him he was a bit of an anomaly because he was limited. He wasn't. He didn't really have the best defense. He just had very good fast pitch muscles to get out of the way. And attacking was his defense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's he, what they say that your your attack is your best defense. Yeah, yeah. His attack was his best defense, and he never really had any like defense. And obviously, as soon as like you know age starts to catch up to you, yeah, you start getting a bit slower. You know, it catches up to you. But um, yeah, I used to watch some of his stuff when he was younger, and he was just all of them put together. You know, he was just everyone. He was the Mike Tyson, the Ali. He was smooth. He was slick. He had power. He had speed. He had everything, and I couldn't. You just, you just like I was mesmerized, and that was it. I was just like, you know what? I hurt. Like, this guy is. This guy is just amazing. Like this guy would never lose, you know. And then obviously yeah. he lost a few times, <laughs> like, and obviously what's happening to his legacy now. But he's still my idol. He's still someone yeah. that got me hooked onto it, you know. You, you mentioned um, for that long time, never lost. Yeah, and obviously the review. I think your isn't it your professional record sixteen and zero. Yeah, sixteen yeah. five losses. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I um think it was yesterday or the day before, I um I looked up your uh, your last fight, and um I think I, was, I think it was like Sky Sports forty five minutes long, um and if I if I'm honest um I don't want to like don't want to bullshit you just I've been a bit massive fan for years, but um stuff like that I, I've never I've never seen one of your um. Your fights before just watching you i just thought like i just someone who hasn't who doesn't know boxing i was just i was like i looked at it, I thought, that is i could never for a start i could never do it and i thought <laughs> this, this, like, this guy's good like this guy's good because i know i think there was a there's one thing i really highlighted is how calm you were <laughs> and um there was a point in the point in the fight where he's um it's really unprofessional, but I forgot um, the the guy you were fighting. And something, something junior. John Harden Junior. Yeah, sorry, that's it's my I bad. But um, there's fun. <laughs> <laughs> he um he caught you a few times, yeah. and just how calm you were, yeah. and you got and you just sort of like the composure, which is just something that I was like, if that was me, I'd be like, like my arms going everywhere, just trying like get out of that situation. <laughs> Like re- reaching out, grabbing every surface. Yeah, of the exactly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that. It's always um, obviously nobody wants to, no one wants to get hit. Yeah. But you know, like it's just you know, I've been I've been doing this for a long time. I've been doing this for a very long time. I'm a student in the game. I study the game all the time, and we, yeah, I mean, we're we're in the gym every day, and like we, we're ready. We're ready for a lot of things, and yeah, you can be in danger, but you need to. What's the word? My coach always says get comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah no yeah i understand that you always used to say that so get just get comfortable with being uncomfortable and enjoy the ride yeah i, th- I think um there's a quote um i'm not sure who it's from but it said everyone has a game plan until you get hit in the face yeah and that's sort of that's sort of like watching that fight that's sort of what it was but I thought I thought it was a great fight. I think that was in Milton Keynes as well, so that wasn't too far from there. Oh Luton. yeah, that was wicked. That was around the corner. I went home as soon as the fight finished. <laughs> uh, as soon as the fight finished, I went into my room, packed all my stuff. Well, I literally had most of my stuff packed anyway, but I just kind of put my fight clothes away. Um, I didn't even have a shower. I just packed all my stuff and literally just went to went home. Uh, <laughs> just went home, literally twenty minutes down the road, and watched the rest of the card on TV. Um, in my house, it was just, I just was like, yeah, I can't be asked. I've been in this hotel too long. <laughs> just never at the office. Yeah, I just, well, I just wanted to um, get home and have a pizza, to be honest. <laughs> I think you deserve it, mate, after that. I appreciate that, mate. Um, you also mentioned you played you played football before, and I um, I did a little research, and there was, I think there was a quote that said, in football, I kept on getting injured. That means I couldn't box. Yeah. Is that, so I guess that's the main reason why you sort of like chose 
chose football over boxing. Boxing over football. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's all right, mate. Um, no, they, they, well, no, yeah, it was one of the reasons. The main reason was just, I don't know, I kind of fell out of love with it. And that was, it was it was a whole thing with like the whole team game aspect. Like, you know, we yeah. can, you know, you're, you're playing on a pitch with obviously um, 11 or 10, 10 other men. Yeah. And it's all good, but, it, you know, 10 of you could be doing great. And if one person isn't, and the whole team, you know, you could you could all lose the match, even though you're all doing great. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. And and it literally, one of my last games, like before I even just said, you know what, I'm not, I'm just gonna go and commit all to boxing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my last games, it was exactly a carbon copy. It was just literally an example of, uh, you know, and it was like an important one. It was like a cup final, and we 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 were one nil up, and because a couple of people, literally two people, decided to try and be a hero. Yeah we ended up losing 2-1 and it was just it was just like we were having a we were having such a blinding game I don't understand how we can all put 100% in and two people decide to just flip the script and lose it for us and I can't go home happy about that yeah no so do you, do you sort of like do you see yourself before like if I if I put 100% in then that's going to be 100% for me because like in like when 11, 11 men if 10 of them put 100% in and one, and one person put 50% in that fifty percent could cost you a goal, could cost you a game, and yeah, like that could cost you a cup final. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, like a hundred percent. That's that's you, you hit the nail on the head. It's that's just how it was, and I, I can't. I got to a point where I was thinking to myself, you know what? I can't leave that. I can't leave the margin of winning and losing to someone else. It has to yeah. be just me. So that... I, I, you know, I really then gravitated towards boxing a lot more. Um, so. From, uh, from your early life, um, obviously, um, I think was football your first was football your first sport, or did boxing become for that? Uh, no, football was always in the forefront ever since I was I could run, and then well, it was athletics, um, it was athletics, football, and football just never I never really it never really left. But you know, I've done a lot of I did a lot of things. I did taekwondo, jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. but a Muay Thai. Uh, you name it, kickboxing, you name it, I did it. You know, yeah. like I did, I did everything, and uh, boxing was the only thing that really, or for boxing and football, were the only things that really kept me. You know, like really, so draw you to it. Yeah, it just kind of, uh, you know, sunk his hooks in, and you know, that was it. Yeah. Um. So, where did you find boxing? When was your first sort of like real exposure to boxing? Um. Oh, exposure. Me and. Oh, I can't remember me and me and um oh when was my first exposure? I um I, I used to play football in the Astro with a friend of mine, Grant Walpole, and he was massive into boxing. He used to love mm-hmm. it. And he was a couple of years older than me. And okay. what he did what he did, he what he said he wanted to start running like a little boxing centre, like to teach people how to box. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'll, no, I'll give it a go. I've done some combat before, I'll give it a go. Mm-hmm. And um tried it out for a little bit before I actually like went into boxing properly. And yeah. he was like, oh, you're actually like, improving really, really quickly. You know, if you really want to like, start doing it properly and competing, you could go to you know, this place. Yeah. And uh, I went there, and that was it. And then, and, you know, that was it. I kind of just stayed. I just kind of stayed. Loved it. You know? Yeah, that was it. I just got there, and everything was just right. It was just, everything was just right. I was only like 17 as well. So it was yeah. like relatively late. But to me, that wasn't late at all. That was early enough to start something and, you know, yeah, because most boxers start like really young. Yeah, and um, I think for someone who started when they're seventeen, and for people who started when they're like five, six, seven, going upwards, like, how, do you think you're like rapid, sort of like the way you um, do you think you're an you know, easy learner? It like comes comes easy to you. Um, it's not even that. I I, I think I think you know I I read up an article on Sergio Martinez. Uh, who was he's retired now but he was a middleweight world champion and mm-hmm. there was an article where he said he walked into the gym when he was 21 he, he'd never done anything he was a professional footballer in Argentina uh, I think and he um, he stopped he was just like nah I got a bad injury in his knee I think it was a cruciate ligament or something like that oh, that's never good yeah devastating really isn't it? he'd never come back from those yeah. and uh, cruciate ligament he was done uh, and then he started boxing to try and do like his rehab 
Yeah. And he just he just stuck to it. And he became a world champion about eight years later. Jesus Christ. And I thought to myself, there is this isn't a game of, you know, how long have I been doing it? It's how long I'm going to be successful. Yeah. I, you know, I, thought, I thought to myself, you know what? This guy put in work. He put in a lot of work. And that's why he became, he went to where he was. And I yes. always looked at it and I always looked at it myself and I said, if I put in the work, it doesn't matter how long I've been doing it. If I put in quality work, I'll get to where I need to get to. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's, that's proven as well. Yeah. From where, some, from where you came from and from um, where you are now. But um, when you come up from your like upbringing, would you say, because a lot, I mean, you hear it every, every week of like these boxers who came from like really bad backgrounds, um, from like really poor. But where I've read, you sort of like it wasn't. It wasn't like that. No, no, it wasn't at all. It wasn't. My upbringing was fantastic. Uh, my parents did everything they could to provide everything for us. I was never, you know, I've never been in prison. I've never yeah. had bad, you know, life. So obviously, I've been arrested before. We've all obviously done bits. We've all ran with the wrong crowd, but no, yeah. my parents have given themselves to make sure we've all had the best start in life and. You know, I, I do I have nothing but appreciation for him. So, you know, I mean, I've been given opportunity in every part of my life, you know, and I've just taken it, you know, because of my parents. Yeah, that so that's that's why obviously you said that they're your idols, which is yeah, which is which is great to see because um, especially from a place like Luton, which is known for like because a lot of, lot of people I know when I say oh, yeah, I'm going to Luton, they go, oh, watch out, that sort of like Luton have like a bad persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's 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 um it's undeserved. Every every part of the world has their own bits and bobs. Every part of the yeah. world has their own, you know, nice and rough, you know. But it's it's unfortunate. But you know, this is why it's the thing as well. I always affiliate, uh, affiliate myself with Luton in any way because I want to show that not only good things can come from Luton, but yeah, it doesn't matter where you are, it doesn't matter where your environment is. You can always choose. You 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 know you have you have a chance. You know. So I think I think it's a great inspiration for what you're doing because, I mean, like any kid who any kid who's got like a middle class background to a lower class background, if they look at you, go well, why can't I do that? Yeah. Why? Why? Because like, so he's came from, he's came from somewhere, and that's there's a, some kid from Luton goes, but well, he he may he may come from five miles down the road, five minutes down the road, and why can't I do that? That's yeah. why it's a great inspiration for what you're doing. I appreciate that, man. Um, so, so for when you started, you were 17. Do you? And I think your, I think your, I put it down here. Your professional debut was on the on the March 19th. I, I think, think. You know what? I think it may have been March 17th, but I don't know, so don't feel bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't remember yesterday, let alone that far. Yeah, that far. It was five years ago, so I, I'm not even gonna. I don't remember that, so don't worry about that. It was in March. It was on. It was on yeah. St. Patrick's Day in 2017. I want to say. What can you remember from that from that day and how the fight went? Um. Oh, it was. Ah, oh, it was. Um. Uh, it, well, I can't remember too much. I just remember. You know what it was. I remember when I used to fight as an amateur all the time. Mm -hmm. I used to think to myself, "Oh, you know, this is great because it's just like every." weekend almost it'd be a fight a fight a fight a fight yeah and, you know it, it was all right it was all right you know it was just a fight every weekend so you, know, you I, saw it yeah it was just a fight every weekend and then when i turned professional and i had my first professional fight i realized it was a show like it was just a massive show and it was just crazy like i, I don't even know how to explain it it was it, it was like i mean football terms walking out for a sunday league game at a park then to walk out of Wembley for something, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was just nuts. It, I couldn't believe how much it was a show. Like, it was just, do you know what I mean? The whole fighting aspect disappeared. It was all the show, you know? So The entertainment business as well as boxing. Yeah, 100%. So, I, you know, I figured that night, it was, that, that's all I remember from it, really. Yeah. Um, can you, because I, um, I think I put down, and don't tell me if I'm wrong, were you an electrician at one yes. point in your life? Where yes. did that? Where did that come about? Uh, when I was at my amateur boxing club, my coach worked for the council and he said he could get me an apprenticeship to do a trade or electrics or whatever. And I just, yeah, I just went with it. And, you know, you know yeah. I thought this is another avenue to give myself, uh, you know, a really good future. So now I'm going to go with it. 
And, you know, <clears throat> later on, pardon me, later mm-hmm. on went on to, you know, qualify and work for various companies and kind of use that to kind of sponsor my career and, you know, do what I needed to do uh, to, you know, just, just make me money so I can, you know, train and box and, you know, things so like that. So sort of yeah. fund your career? Yeah, fund my career. Exactly yeah. that. Um, now, with, with, with your career, what is what is is the sky the limit do you have a do you have a name goal or do you just go i'm going to go as high as i can and fight as many fights as i want or do you have like do you when you wake up every morning do you go that's it that that one thing that's what i want mm, i just want like happiness like so if i'm going to be happy hitting my goals will get there and my goal like i said at the start is to be the best at this sport so I'm going to chase that, leave a mark, write my name in history books and just, then if I fucking do all of that, I'm happy. I'll be happy. I think from what I've seen, what I've heard, you can, you can do that, mate. Like from, from someone who doesn't know boxing and for someone who's seen what, just, just what other people said, like, like I said, before we started, like when I, when I was reading about it, it's like, he's like polite, well-spoken, um, and I think people like you want good things to happen to good people, that mm. sort of aspect. But um, with, with boxing, now you're the, obviously you're the current middleweight English champion. Is um, is it just defending that now? Is it just defending, or do you want do you want more? Um, yeah, I've, so I've defended. You know, I mean, I defended that title in Milton Keynes, and now I'm just you know you know, pushing for more opportunities right now. It's just, you know, taking it easy, learning every day in the gym. Um, and, you know, whatever opportunities open up, whether it's the British Commonwealth, European, moving on all the mm-hmm. you know, necessary routes, I'm just looking forward to that. So whatever options come up, whatever opportunities come up, I, you know, speak to my management and we decide what we're going to do next and hopefully get a fight this year, you know, before yeah. everything opens up. I'd like to have one more fight when everything, I'd like to have one more fight before everything opens up, but um, you know, I, ideally, I'd want things uh, fights or when things open up because I'd love to, you know, fill fill uh, venues again and yeah, like that, you know. So um, I really enjoy, you know, and uh, experiencing these with crowds, my family, my friends, supporters, and things like that, you know. Yeah, but I feel like if it if obviously the the um, COVID and all that didn't happen, how many fans would have been at Milton Keynes from obviously since it's done right from Luton. Don't. I could have done that myself. <laughs> I think I could have done that by myself. I said, um, I said to Adam Smith, he was like, "Oh, do you reckon you could have sold quite a few?" And I went, "I think I brought eight hundred to York Hall." Yeah, and that's like an hour and a half away. I think so I could. How many go from Milton Keynes? Yeah, for twenty minutes away, I think I can do a hell of a lot more. I could have done a couple of thousand for Milton Keynes. Yeah. And, I mean, um, yeah, so, it. you know, it'd be, it'd be nice for, um, it'd be nice for everything to open up again to fight then. But if a good opportunity comes up before then, then I'm all over it right now. I'm in no rush. Uh, I'm, I'm relatively young and, you know, yeah. I'm taking opportunities that are right for me. Um, so what is, what is a boxer's life in lockdown since obviously since like last March, last March, obviously all, everything sort of like stopped. What is, what is a boxer's life? Lockdown. So, there's two, there's kind of two lives for two different boxers. So there's the boxers that have sponsorships that have continued to stay with them and they can still fund their career in a sense of while it is things are locked down, they can still, they, they're still, they're still financially secure. And then there's the boxers that are uh, not so financially secure. So the boxers that are financially secure in the sense of sponsors, you know, they're, they're like where I'm quite fortunate, I can get up every day and, you know, go to the gym and yeah. keep keep perfecting my craft and keep keep myself ready, keep myself learning, keep myself taking over without having to miss a day. Everything works around my boxing schedule, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, I can do all that. You know, I can train twice a day. I can, you know, I can do what I want in a day. But with them, with the other boxers that don't have the sponsorships uh, that don't, that that or or and or got sponsorship that dropped out because of the yeah. whole COVID situation. Um, they have had to find work elsewhere. They've had to be very 
Probably have had to go back to full time work elsewhere, and they haven't been able to just read, you know get up and train twice a day. Like the their boxing life. Yeah, really. yeah, their boxing life is literally. Yeah, you said it perfectly. It happened to another guy in my, a couple of people in my gym. Their lives, their boxing life's been put on hold because of this, you know, of this pandemic. And uh, yeah, it's it's quite it, it's you know it, it, it's very sad to see. At the same time, it's very humbling. Yeah, uh, to be one of the ones that is still fortunate enough to do what you can do, and I, you know, I appreciate every day, and I always shout out my sponsors, you know, DNI Butchers, All Patrol UK, and JB Developments for it. You know, they've 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 really kept me doing what I can do, and you know, the reason some of those that, that fight uh, that I had during lockdown that went so perfectly, they gave me the opportunity by you know funding my career through this pandemic. Yeah. So um, so does that when you like wake up every day, you just gotta be. It's got to be grateful that you are, you are the one, because like, you, obviously you said like some of your mates in the gym, obviously they have to, um, they have to go elsewhere to get another job, or they have to sort of like, because not everyone, not everyone, because when people say like, oh you're a boxer, I like, oh you must be a millionaire, you must like, how much like all the sponsors, but then obviously like in any sports, like, yeah, I'm a professional footballer, I play, I play in league, I play in league two, people, oh you must yeah. be a millionaire, people don't understand that. Yes, you earn a very good wage, but it's not it's not as glamorous as people in the Prem. Mm, it's not the same. I don't think I earn any more than somebody working a full-time job at some company. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just... I, don't earn, I don't earn a significant amount more. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't... Yeah. Obviously, unless you're, like, on pay-per-view, you know, signed by, uh, you know, a very valuable promoter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? You're not... You're <laughs> not you're not in those brackets. It's not the same. There's a very small percentage of people or fighters or professional athletes and things like that that are in those brackets. And yeah. you obviously understand that, you know, to be a professional athlete in any way, a lot of you will still be doing full-time jobs. Yeah, because I think, see, like, like a lot of uh, semi-professional footballers, I know, um, like Jamie Vardy, for less than when he was in semi-pro, he had to, uh, had to work in a factory just to, just to have his footballing career and to have his life, really. Yeah, 100%. Uh, like, like you said, when you're an electrician, you have to have that. You have to have something to fall back on. Yeah, 100%. You know, not only, you know, I've got the trade to fall back on, but when I was doing that, I needed to find my career. So I needed to, I needed to have the, I needed to have the early mornings, late nights and, um, you know, early mornings working to, but straight into training, straight into this and doing all the, it's it was very difficult it was very difficult but you know it's it's that's just how it is you know you know all these people when they're look where they are now you know when you're chasing a dream nothing will nothing will put out that flame you know you just gotta keep pushing no matter what you gotta keep looking at the end goal and you know you want to be at the top so nothing will stop you yeah um i've also um tried to get some questions in as well um two sort of very easy questions um, what is your favourite fight and what has been your hardest fight? My favourite? Yeah. So sort of fight you sort of look back on sort of where you like you I don't know say enjoy it because I don't think someone enjoys getting hit in the face but what sort of fight you look back on and thought like you, it's your, it's your favourite maybe like maybe like your title fight or your debut? Uh, My favourite my favourite would probably be the last one yeah. Um, my hardest would be my, I want to say fifth one, fifth mm -hmm. or sixth one against a guy called, uh, Ashley Bailey Demetz. He, he was just, I don't know. He, it was a fight where I had to learn a lot of things overnight. Like, yeah, he gave me a lot of problems. He gave me a lot of problems and I found it very difficult to get around it, but I got around it and knocked him out. So it wasn't. Yeah. It was, you know, it, I solved yeah. the puzzle, but it was very difficult. It was incredibly yeah. difficult. Would you say those fights are sort of very important in your career because they sort of te they teach you a lot in just sort of um, like one, one boxing match where they sort of teach you how to deal with certain things, like just in case that comes along later on. Because, yeah. I, know, because I know in boxing there's like people, because I know there's like that sort of sometimes I hear about boxing and people just go, eh, hey, just hit him in the face, and you know, dodge yeah. you hit him in the face. But I, I, when I'm talking to some of my friends, um, it's very, I see that it's very like complex. It's sort of like 
so some people call football like a game of chess sometimes because it's sometimes like very very tactical with like managers at the top. Would you say would you say sort of fights like that have to sort of um are like important really? Like you said, that's it's a puzzle and you complete the puzzle. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, there's boxing is, you know, boxing's just fast chess. It's just high speed chess. Yeah. You know, is being one step ahead of the opposition of the opposition, you know. Mm-hmm. Is you know, is you hit and don't be hit. The art of hitting and don't get hit is a sweet science, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, these these fights definitely teach me valuable, invaluable uh, information and skills that I would have never picked up in the gym and things like that. Like I had mm-hmm. to learn how to deal with a cut in a fight I was losing. I had yeah. to learn how to, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, things like that. I had to deal with certain kind of fighters and things like this. It's just it, it, it taught me a lot of things. I never knew when blood goes in your eye, you go blind for <laughs> about until it until you um get it out but you can't wash it out you have to blink it out i didn't i didn't, I didn't know any of that until it happened so i think fast uh, yeah you had, to, you had to kind of think fast and luckily my coach and corner team kind of stopped the blood and yeah you know it was, it was all good it's all good it's, it's it's you know these experiences are invaluable i never forget them you know yeah would you but with uh with boxing do you think it um do you think it teaches do you think it teaches good values as well because i know um Who's obviously your opponent at Harden Junior? Uh, when I was watching it, there were the commentators were saying like how he spent he spent time in prison, sort of turned his turned his life around. Would you would you say boxing brings like values um, for like for people like ill-disciplined people? Would you say yeah. so? Yeah, hundred percent. I think you know boxing, you know boxing saves lives. You know, I don't, I don't, yeah. I wouldn't, I'd never, I don't think boxing is the answer but boxing is an answer to a lot of behavioral problems and things like that and um boxing does give you that discipline it gives you drive it gives you like just it just it gives you that that little bit more that purpose it gives you purpose you know what i mean you see improvement you physically see improvement you mentally see improvement and it's just it's good and you you know i mean it's a lot of uh, tension release as well so i think boxing and any combat sport or just sport in general gives you a lot of uh, a, a lot a lot of direction in life. Just in mine, it's been boxing. Yeah. You um. Would you? I mean, have you had any um, had any friends that have sort of like could you think could have been beneficial for boxing? Like, would have like I wouldn't say saved them, or would you, do you know any stories of like people like if they like if they uh, if they had a bit more a bit more discipline. Also, would have sort of um, saved them as such. Oh, there's so many of like we call those like just wasted talents. Yeah, there's yeah. so many people that we've seen. Like you've seen it with footballers, players that just you know incredible, incredible. Yeah. Some of the best players you've ever seen, but they just weren't really. They didn't have that that push. You know, mm. like like you said earlier, like the wrong crowds. Yeah, wrong crowds. You know, what I mean, I know a kid when we left school. I knew a kid that uh, played for Arsenal, and he was like, he was, they were ready to sign him up. He was going to be the next best thing. And he just, don't know, he just never, he just didn't push. And there was another kid that had a boxing sponsorship and was ready, they were ready to like ship him off to the States for him to be the next best thing. And he just, again, he just hung around with the wrong crowd and no one wanted to be, no one wanted to associate with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you so, so many, so many wasted talents. But you know, we've, we've, it's all about at the end of the day, it's all about hard work. It's all about drive. Talent work. Talent is good, but hard work always beats talent. When yeah, talent no. doesn't want to work hard. Yeah, I agree. I 100 agree because like there's so many. Because football, football is sort of is like my thing, my passion. Football. Because uh, I mean, the podcast is called Coaches Don't Play, and that comes from because my my sort of dream in life is to be a football coach. Okay. At, at sort of any level. So uh, so I sort of create this. I made this podcast. Um, I'll tell you how I made this podcast. I was in the shower and I thought, I listened to podcasts, I thought I could, I could make a podcast, you know? And then, um, I sort of, I told, I told my girlfriend, she was like, she was like, yeah, it's a good idea. So then I made the Instagram account, did all that, and then messaged people on Instagram, messaged, and I thought, oh yeah, Lionel should have, I'll give, and I messaged him, then messaged like some Luton players, um, some Stevenish players, people local. Next thing you know, you and then you messaged me back, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Is that like, how you 
yeah, I was just, I was, as mental as I, I was like, oh, that is, but I just sort of, I just sort of like looked at my phone and then looked at your message. I was like, is that real? Is that like, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's so surreal. And also, um, I listened, I listened to a podcast called the Football Ramble. I messaged one of, one of their like, um, hosts. He responded back with like some uh, tips and stuff. And I was like, I said, oh, I just want to say, mate, I'm a massive fan, just like proper fanboying. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like, yeah, I just want to, just want to say how like, because you, you didn't, you didn't have to take, take your time out just to come on. I just want to say thank you. Well, um, uh, it's, it's it's all it's, it's all right, man. I like we go hand in hand, to be honest. Because without you, I wouldn't have a platform to have people get to know me. Do you know what I mean? Without yeah. us, you wouldn't have anyone to interview. You know what I mean, it goes hand in hand, and people need to understand how important it is for channels as well as it is for individuals to get themselves out there. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I owe you a big thank you, just just as well. Oh, that's. That it's, it's, for me now, this is a big surreal moment, and obviously, like I said, I was I was like really nervous before I came on, um, and uh, my dad, my dad came in, go, oh, yeah, we do ask him, we do ask him, you uh, if you okay, so you got questions, yeah, yeah, I've got questions, all right, but um, I just I think I get I get um I get nervous as well because um like when I'm doing some my driving my driving lessons well when I can, and um, it's always before the lesson. I'm always a bit, oh God. Then I get into the car. Ten minutes later, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Your 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 body naturally, like with things with like a little bit of anxiety and things like that. It just your body normally goes, oh, what's the worst thing that can happen? And then yes, it kind yeah. of tries to bring it to life. Yeah, that's where your anxiety comes from, and it's like, ah, uh, you you literally all you end up doing is just sitting there thinking the worst the yeah. whole time. Just thinking the worst thing that could happen, the worst thing that could happen. I could embarrass myself. I could, yeah. do you know what I mean? You, you could, you could, you could not represent yourself right. You could say one thing wrong. You could do this, but yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you something that a lot of people, a handful of people, only a handful of people know about me. If I have something to do in the morning that isn't that is new to me, in mm-hmm. a sense of if I have to meet somebody or yeah. or like do something, uh, I don't know, like anything. If I have to do something new, mm-hmm. I will not be able to sleep that night really but the whole I, just uh, yeah, yeah the whole night I, I get so anxious i can't sleep they see when you say that that's sort of like it's not like i don't believe it but when i see you it's just it's like it's mr cool cool calm collected yeah. but then people don't people don't see what's in the, on the inside yeah yeah but i 100 percent get what you mean and like i um obviously i think everyone everyone experienced that in their life like so so for like an example but I wouldn't say like this is an example, but let's say you had like an interview um, for like your boxing or you're meeting someone to do like a spa with. Is it something, is it sort of similar like that or is it other um, opportunities? Nah, not really. More like, yeah, opportunities. Like um, I was like, I do a little bit of PTing on the side here and there. Yeah. And I remember before this happened, I got this big contract to uh, PT in a school. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, working in a school, PTing in a school. And um, like, I remember I just couldn't sleep. I, I just, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. Like, you know what? Actually, no, this is, this one's a bit closer to home. I did a, uh, Instagram live video with boxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, 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 the, with, uh, the people that do the, um, boxer tournaments. Yeah. And it was an Instagram workout video that night. I didn't sleep. Really? I didn't sleep that night because I was really nervous about doing it the next day. But when, but is it sort of thing like, like I said, sort of when, when it sort of comes to it, do you sort of like, bring yourself up a bit oh yeah it? well when, yeah. when it when it get look i know i always 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 know when i when i get there i'll be fine i know i will yeah I just, but it's that, can, my if. body in my head just always it just like i never get nervous for fights i don't get nervous for training sparring anything i just always it, if it's something else i just get so nervous <laughs> and it just it, it consumes me man it consumes me like yeah. i don't even get nervous before fights yeah, that's, that's bad to think as well yeah I, I don't get I've never really I've never even I've ever been nervous before was my debut that's, that's obviously that that happens that, yeah. yeah it's the first time but other than that I've never I'm, I'm going to get nervous before fights but it's just like I, I couldn't like you know what I mean it's, it's yeah. not 
I, I get it. You know, you look at me and you think, oh yeah, he seems cool. He doesn't, you know, what I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't seem phased by anything. I've seen the Instagram I'm, posts. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a nervous wreck. Yeah, I'm a nervous wreck sometimes. But do you, is it obviously coming back to that like? what if like so you sort of like you go out so like when people start driving so like you start driving blah 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 i know i know where i'm going i've done it 10 times before it's like yeah, what if yeah so, what, yeah what if i hit another car what yeah. if i stall in front of everyone what if yeah. I, this what if it's it's all it's just it's, it's a lot all of in it. your head it's, it's all in your head it this most likely will not happen and you're worrying about nothing you're just wasting energy worrying about nothing that's that's all that's all it is yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It happens to more people than you think. Trust me. Yeah, with with the um, with like obviously you said like you struggle sleeping. Which is that sort of something you you look at and you go, that's a problem. I might need to sort this. Have a look at it. Have a look at, it, or maybe take a tablet, or there is there, or maybe try do like meditation, or is it? Or do you see something as it is what it is? Um, and I just work. I just work with it. It's just sort of natural. Mm, it's a bit of both because it doesn't happen so much where I've identified it as, oh, this is a problem. This is, oh, this is something that I need to, you know, look deeper into. Is that kind of I've accepted? Uh, yeah. It happens to me. I understand when it happens to me. I control it a bit better. So I just understand that if I've got something important that day, I may not be able to sleep that well or sleep at all. So I need to make sure my day works around that. So then I could maybe get some sleeps in a day. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it doesn't happen to me anywhere near enough for me to think, oh, you know what, you know, this might be something that needs yeah, to be yeah. a bit more. Is that is that something? Has it has it got better with age, or has it got worse with age? Would you think it got a little bit worse with age, if I'm honest? Because it's only just really become really like it's happened more. It's yeah, only, it's only it's only been happening more like in the last two years. Oh, okay, but yeah, that's what, I, that's a bit like. Because I was, um, I was thinking, well, it must get better with age. Because obviously, the, the older you come, the more experiences and the more times you deal with it. But that's that's really interesting. You said that. Um, do you, so. How how do you, so? How do you cope with it? Do you obviously just sort of think, well, it's at five o'clock. Um, I've got training at one till like three. So, can I get a uh, can I get a nap in at half three, or can I should I should I have like more coffee? is how how do you deal with it um you know a lot of it is a lot of trying to get to sleep if i can't get to sleep uh i obviously use certain meditation some sleep sprays <laughs> some certain smells in my room uh some noises in a sense of like rain noises normally quite common mm-hmm. normally gets me going uh um, like asmr something like that yeah yeah uh, then if that failing that you know i try and work out my day if tomorrow all i'm doing is training then I'm going to train in the morning and then let's say I've got training in the evening. So I'll train at 11 or 10 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I, won't, I probably wouldn't have slept that night, depending on if that's what I'm nervous. If if I'm nervous about something, I wouldn't have slept that night. I train, uh, sleep most of the day because as soon as I get home, I'll be not out like a light. I sleep yeah. most of the day till about six o'clock, get up, train at seven, sleep at night, that night. Mm-hmm. I, I just I just do it. I just work it around me. I just make sure it works around me. Yeah, okay. That's, that's really fascinating. That's really like... Like I said, it's not something that you can't you can't judge that by by just looking at someone, and that's really like that is when so when it first sort of happened, was it sort of hard to talk about, or was it sort of like oh, did you know this whatsoever? Have you got like any tips or something? Um, it it wasn't hard to talk about. I just didn't realize that it was a foreign thing like yeah. until I picked to someone and they were like oh wait what that's not normal and then yeah. other people were like oh that's weird that's you know that's that's actually not normal that that's that mm-hmm. happens to you that's not normal and then i realized oh oh god i'm not yeah i thought this happened to everyone i thought everyone oh, okay but yeah no it was it was a bit it was a bit like i could always talk about it freely i just didn't mm-hmm. realize not a lot of people went through it oh, okay no, that's really that's really uh that's nice. do you remember when like the first time it happened was it sort of happened like sort of like school time Sort of like, oh, I've got no, 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 no. I was well. It was. It happened maybe two years ago, like probably. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I think it happened. You know what? I think it happened properly in the first lockdown. Oh right. Yeah, I think I can't remember what I was doing the next day. 
but something happened. Oh, I was doing, I was meant to be doing something. I was meant to, I was meant to be doing something relatively important. I either had a meeting or something. Mm-hmm. I telling you, I didn't get a wink. I couldn't get a wink of sleep. One of my mates, he used to do a night shift. Yeah. Uh, at this place. So I just stayed up on a PlayStation with him. Did you? Yeah. For nice. the whole night shift. Jesus. Yeah, I know. So, so it's literally, so it's literally just like, you're just laying in bed nothing you just just fully awake you can't yeah. can't get to fully sleep awake. The, the more the more i try and get to sleep the more i wake up yeah that's yeah that's that's sort of i, I think i think cause personally that's happened to me before i sort of like, well, I've like proper nervous or like or um or when it's normally sometimes where i've been like i'll be like playing xbox till like sort of 12 12 one ish and then i sort of um sort of go off thinking i'll go to bed go on my phone I'm afraid it's three yeah. o'clock, four o'clock. Yeah, you can't blink. go to bed. Yeah, yeah you, and then you blink, and then it's like morning, and you're like, Whoa. yeah, yeah. Those, but yeah, but I think, yeah, but obviously, like you said, like not everyone experienced that sort of, um, yeah, that thing. But you don't think it, you don't think it's a a pro, a, pro, a massive problem because it doesn't doesn't happen often. Yeah, it doesn't happen often, and you know what? To be honest, I've been a night owl most of my life anyway. I've always yeah. enjoyed being up in the night. I always find out I notice things a little bit differently at night. My mm-hmm. brain becomes more active. I get more creative at night mm-hmm. and things like that. I think of things. I start to like really uh, get creative. Like I said, just get creative at night. See, and, I um, I get that because um, I was having I was having a chat with um, mate recently, and two things. Right, um, I can link this back to the podcast. It's late at night or in the shower. I somehow rethink my entire life. Yeah. I've got. So I'd be. I'd be in bed late at night. Do you know? What? I might start a diet, and then and then I might, and then oh, I have to do that tomorrow. I'll clean my room tomorrow, and I've got to do this. So I do that. Morning comes. I wake up. What have I got to do today? Nothing. All right. Then I go back to bed. <laughs> because for me, it's been it's been really hard because of um since. Since March, I left. I left college, thinking um, I'll go into an apprenticeship. Right then, lockdown happened. No one was hiring, so I go. Oh, okay, I'll go back to college. I said, "Yeah, so you can go to Hair and Beauty because that's the only thing that's open." Uh, that's not happening. So, yeah. so, um, f- so through March till March, I um, act- I actually, I've only just got a job in an apprenticeship yesterday, and that's working in a, that's working in the school. Oh, well done. Thank you. So um, it's like a um, seven till nine, half three till half four, sort of like a before and after school club for kids, sort of thing, like doing doing sport. That's sort of... um, That's good. That's the main premise. But um, but like, like, I think like you said, like I couldn't, I found it very hard to sleep when I was... um, I think the other. I think it was the other day. I think it was last Friday. I went into um. I went into there to go do like an hour session just to get a feel of it. And I found it like really hard to sleep. So that's where I sort of see where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something a bit new is the unknown, isn't it? It's just, yeah. It's the unknown. You know, like I said, like I don't know. I've always, I, I always come awake. I've always come alive at night. I've, ever since I can remember, but it's never been like this. Like I've never really been nervous about a lot of things in my life, and like you know, I've no typically been nervous for like certain things, and it's really stopped me going to sleep at all. You know, mm-hmm. but, um, but, like, but like you said, that never, never like before a fight, never you never really got nervous. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just that's got that's got like you know I'm relatively assured in myself. No, you don't win. Yeah, well, no, no, I know I'm going to win. I know I've just worked. I know You've I've done worked the work. hard enough. Yeah, I've done the work. Everything. It's like, I've done the work. I've done everything. I've done my training. I've done the sparring. I've done everything. I've done the nutrition. I've done the dieting. I've done the swimming. I've done everything. I've ticked all the boxes. What have I got to be worried about? So I just go to sleep. Yeah. I, nothing. I just go to sleep. But in other things, I just, I don't know. It just catches me. Yeah. Now, that, that's sort of, yeah, that's sort of, like, I can sort of see where, I can sort of see that happening because I, you sort of like gone through your head, like letting out. Well, I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. Like I've I've researched. I've done the diet. I've I know I know what's going to come at me tomorrow. 
I know what I'm doing. And that sort of like, it reassures you. Yeah, 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 literally. Yeah. But to that, yeah, that's really like, that's really fascinating because, um, because I mean, when I, when I started this, I thought he talked about his boxing, about his life, but for you to, for you to like come out and say that, I just thought, I thought, because, um, like you, you said that it might not be hard for you, but like for other people, they might experience that. Yeah. So yeah, but like with, with things with mental health, I think it's, um, and stuff like that, just make sure people that they're not alone. That's really yeah. important. That's that's one of the biggest things out there, and they're not alone, you know. Yeah. Because that that's what you do. When, when no matter what mental health issue you are thinking of, the biggest stigma, the biggest thing that goes around in your head is you are the only person going through this. Yeah. And no, nobody's totally. going to understand. Yeah. Would you Would you say you um? I wouldn't say you have problems with mental health, or would you? Would you say you like, um, you like you know people around you? Yeah, I've had my own issues with mental health. Uh, I wouldn't say problems. I've just had little blips with mental health. I've had, um, you know, some things of paranoia, a little bit of depression. Yeah, it, it's it, it, it. You know, it's been a bit of a journey. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm on the other side, and all better for I, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm all here for it. You know, I, I never used to like I like any like most men like most men. I never really used to address mental health as a thing. Yes, yeah, no, that's. Uh, I never, I never addressed mental health. I never thought it could be a thing. I just thought, oh, you know, just get up and yeah, just know, feeling a bit down. Yeah, you're feeling a bit down, you know, and it's man up, you know, like yes, actually, yeah, that's that's just as as much as I actually hate saying that right now. Yeah, but that's that, been, that, is, been... that is what it was. You know, that's who I was as the kind of person I was, and then certain things happened to me with, you know, with this whole boxing thing. Um, and uh, it was very hard to deal with. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I dealt with it. I seeked out what I needed to seek out. I, I, you know, got the right people around me. I had the right people around me. I got rid of the wrong people and, yeah. you know, started doing things better and sought the help I needed. And, uh, yeah, I'm on, a, I'm on a very positive, I'm in a very positive place. That's, that's that's great to hear because I know I know so many people. A lot, obviously, since I think I think lockdown and lot of COVID for that has um has like sort of stopped people like being creative. I mean, going out stuff like that. I think because I think men, I think mental health, especially especially in sports, should be spoken like a lot more. It is spoken mm. because a lot of people, a lot of people um in sports sort of advocate it. Yeah. But, um, that, oh, I don't. I don't want to try to say, but like, I, I was thinking about this while you was talking. Is um, for someone who um, so, uh, how, you're 27, aren't you? 27 years, yeah. Yeah, 27. I'm I'm 17. Mm. So from when I was I was born 2003, from where I am now, I think mental health has been spoken a lot more for someone yeah. who, when you was younger, it was man up. Which, oh yeah. Which is, I mean, you should you should never say because it's sort of because it leaves that like you said, oh man up. You just got to think in your head that oh yeah, I should just man up, and then just sort of pull it back in your head when it comes back. You you've got nothing. You just got to sort of like keep it in because you don't want to see yeah. you want to you want to be want to be the man, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You know, when mental health, the stigma of mental health. When you were, I don't know. Like I, I think there is still avenues where you are looked at a bit funny for it but when let's say if i was you know around my generation maybe when i was 17 and i tried to or had mental health problems and i tried to be open with it i would it wouldn't be the same response than it than it is right now i think i think you're right it wouldn't be the same response and i'm glad it's the way it is now where uh you know the general public and just in general everyone's uh, the topic of mental health is being discussed and there's you know mental health psychologists sports mental health psychologists there's there's so many there's so many different factors of like you know help that they can be there's so many different avenues there's so many different people uh places like mind that all the hard work they do for mental health yeah there's so many different avenues for help now you know yeah which is i mean it's it's brilliant for what people have done because how far it's gone yeah, uh, in like five, ten years. Yeah, from, and from to go from ban up to like actually people listening, it's been speak about it, you know. Yeah, it's been it's been 
I think it's been a very good like rise, and it's sort of like it. It should have been done a lot sooner. People should realise, but for what it's done now, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, I think it's just one of those where we're happy it's here. We're just happy to help is here. You know, yeah. It, whether it's taken however long, it's here now, and there's a lot of avenues for help. Um, People are just genuinely helping each other. Yeah, I. When when it comes to mental health, um, and stuff like that, I, d- I don't know how to link this. But another thing that's become in the news recently, um, and if you don't if you don't want to talk about, it, it's fine. But as um as you are, you are you are a young you are you are a young black man. Have you have you experienced have you experienced like racism or racist comments towards you in your boxing life or career? Um, not in my boxing life, no. I've, I can't say I actually ever have uh, experienced any racism in my boxing life. Um, you know, I've had some form of racism, but it's not been enough to affect my life. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But just because... I've still managed to do everything I needed to do. Yeah. I've had every opportunity that there could have been. Never, you know, never yeah, been held yeah. back because of my colour, my heritage or anything like that. Yeah, I've given been given every opportunity that they they that could have been given, you know. Yeah, that's 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 great to hear because I because I hear because I do hear stories of like obviously like young black footballers and like I mean, other places like Twitter, Instagram, stuff like that where where every every sports star, every every person's life is out there, and the amount of like abuse and especially like racist abuse is just like it's just it's disgusting and like because I know um. I think it was. Um, I think it was. I think it was Watford actually, which I mean they finally done something right. Um, but they, they, I saw. Um, I saw there was Jefferson Lerma, their midfielder, was getting some racist abuse. What they've done is they've screenshotted it and sent it off to Hearts Police. And stuff like that should be done more. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Sports. Um, yeah, that's good. Like it should be. Do you know what I mean? It, it should be. It's something, it's something that isn't acceptable. You, you know, I don't think. Yeah, you know, it's always it's nice to be nice. Disgusting comments like that about yeah. someone's skin color, heritage, whatever. It's unacceptable in any form, for a joke or whether it's you're trying to abuse someone. It, it's it's just it's not right. It's not mm-hmm. right, and I'm glad to see that things like that are being done about it. Yeah, it's just yeah. Um, I totally agree. But um, I mean, it's been it's, it's been 50, 58 minutes. It's been an absolutely amazing chat. But I just want to leave. I just want to leave you off with um, one one question. Cool. On. How would you want to be remembered? Oh, for being uh, for doing the right things, for, for for being a model, for being somebody that somebody can look up to and say, you know what, I want to be like that when I'm older. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that, that's that's um, that's something like that. I think that's something that like everyone wants to be. Even even that's like being like a dad, um, sort yeah. of sort of thing. Like I want I want my son to like or my daughter to be to be like me. But yeah, I think that's I think that's a very good answer. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah, like I say, mate, it's been an absolute. It's been it's been a pleasure, mate. Because like I said, for taking for taking time out of your day just to uh, just have a chat. Which, that's all right, man. Yeah. Um, uh, can I ask you a question before you go? Yeah, sure you can. What do you want to be? What do you want to be remembered like for? Uh, what I want to be remembered for is you've done me there. I've I've, <laughs> I've, I've thought about this actually. Um, I know it sounds a bit. I know it sounds a bit strange, but I just want to be remembered as like a not a nice guy, a genuine, yeah. a genuine like. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. Rem- I don't want to be someone like before. I passed. I don't want to be someone like. Do you remember, do you remember Tyler? And they'd be like, "Oh yeah, but you know, this happened. This happened." Yeah, I want to be. Yeah. I want to be that. Remember, I want to be that. Oh, do you remember Tyler? But, oh yeah, do you remember when he? Blah blah. But hopefully, yeah, but hopefully, a lot of good memories. You want a lot of good yeah. memories. Yeah. yeah. But hopefully, that's something to do with um with footballing terms. I want to be. I want to be remembered like. I want to be remembered as someone as like as a football club. Someone they'll go like, do you remember? Remember this sort of period of time where Tyler was in charge, and then this happened. But yeah. that's that's obviously that's obviously back, a dream, back promotion, baby. Yeah, 
Uh, managing Luton would be is dream, isn't it? That is, yeah. Because some people would be like, you manage Luton, they'd be like, why do you want to manage Luton? Because it means that's something. Like, that's like, that's that's me. Do you know what I mean? Like, playing yeah. for Luton would be like, just, just incredible. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, just, I yeah. remember, I remember one of the best accolades of my life. Everyone, a lot of people don't think it's massive, but I remember when I first ever won the English title mm-hmm. and they invited me down to like go on the pitch and walk yeah, that's, around. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's that when was, I first heard about that, you. That was a dream. When I met, oh, that was like, I cried. Like, I was like, I remember I went home and I was laying up that night. And I was, you know, when you're like, I'm not crying because I'm sad, but I'm just like, I can't believe I'm just, that's like, mental. I've, achieved, I've achieved one of my dreams. Like, that was, I've just achieved one of my dreams. Yeah. Like, that's, that's amazing. Like, I've just achieved something. I've just achieved that. Yeah. Like, that, that is something I've always wanted to do ever since I started the boxing thing and, like, linking the whole Luton town, my favorite football team. And do you know yeah. what I mean? What I do now to win an accolade in what I do and to have my club invite me down to. Yeah. Then to acknowledge you and for, like, yeah, to be, like, to be proud of you. Yeah, that's a dream. That's like a dream. And it just, it was just one of those, like, heart and throat moments, isn't it? It was just crazy. Yeah. And that's that's mental. But th- there's one thing I want to see from you. Go on. I, I really want to see you fight a Canada Road or Power oh, I Court. Well, I want to see. I want that as well. Yeah, because I think that it was sold out. I want to give it a day. It'll be yeah. sold out. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I want that to happen as well. Yeah, right, that- so let's let's touch some wood and. Let's touch wood and let's just pray and that happens, yeah? Yeah. Oh, mate, it'll be, be immense. And I'll tell you what, mate, I'd, I'll be there. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. I thought to end the podcast, it's nice, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, pleasure's all mine. All right. Let's just...